Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello. Just Adam today. Yeah. No maestro, we're going solo. And today we are watching 2014's Tammy. Tammy. With Melissa McCarthy. She has a new movie coming out this week. I'm trying to pull it up right here on IMDb. I, I forgot the name of it. Yeah. My wife is dead excited to see this movie. Is she loves right? Melissa McCarthy. Okay. So, yeah. She, she's a fan favorite, I think, with a lot of the um, a lot of females. Yeah. Uh, I get it to a point. Uh, to the points, I don't so much. Uh, I, I feel like she's dangerously close to the like Ben Stillery version <laughs> Uh, but a female, where her her roles, the, the stuff that she plays is kind of, it's almost too comedic to the point where it's 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 farcical, which mm. I, I hate. I hate farcical humor, and it, it's to the point where it's mm-hmm. this is not a real person anymore. Yeah, I, I get you're playing a character, but uh-huh. this character doesn't exist in real life. Adam, and if they do, it's upsetting. I have something upsetting for you. Uh oh, breaking news oh, on no. the podcast. This movie doesn't come out till May 11th. No. <laughs> So we watched this for no reason. Damn it. It's fine. At the, at the time we, we chose this movie, it was coming out. All right. I think we should refer to IMDb for the dates. Okay. I think though that's going to be a little more accurate. Damn it. But I think May 11th, I think that slot might have been uh, taken up already. Oh. Uh, May 11th was Escape Plan. Oh, okay. Escape Plan 2. Right. That's with the uh, Schwarzenegger and, and the Stallone. Stallone. Yeah. But uh, Schwarzenegger is not in um, the second one. Oh, is that right? You have to watch the first one to understand why. He doesn't oh. die. Oh. It's just he's not in it for the for He, the he escapes, maybe. <laughs> is, is that? You're going to have to wait till May uh, to see uh, <laughs> for Escape Plan. All right. So I, I tried to watch it a couple times. I, just, I loved it. I just kept falling asleep. My, I took my mom to see it. There was, a, there was a weird period where I took my mom to see... Um, every new Schwarzenegger movie that came out after his governorship oh, okay. role ended. His, is, she, is she a fan? No, it's just, it's just, I was just like, mom, you want to go to the movies? What do you want to watch? Let's watch The Last Stand. She's like, okay. that's That was his first movie right. back from the governor when uh, they had to stop that car that's going faster than a helicopter. N- never, never I like it. I like that movie. Was that deal with the immigrants? No. Was that a different one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Then we saw Sabotage. Which wasn't that good. Oh, I didn't even heard of that one. And then we saw Escape Plan. So I was like, Ma, Escape Plan? <laughs> She's like, all right, let's that, go. That was where you redeem yourself for the last two movies? No, it was just that, that was <laughs> our thing. Like we, oh, okay. we saw three straight Schwarzenegger movies together. All right. And we liked Last Stand. We didn't like, um, I just said the name, the second Sabotage. one. Sabotage. Sabotage. Right. And then we loved Escape Plan because okay. we finally saw Stallone and Schwarzenegger in a movie together. Like, is it the first time? No, they were in The Expendables, oh, right, but this right, is right. the first time they were like really in a movie, not right. just one scene. Right. Because Schwarzenegger is in one scene in the first Expendables, and then they give him a little bit bigger yeah. roles, but those came after Escape Plan. So it'd be like Bruce Willis being in the movie. You can't consider it him with them, because Bruce Willis is kind of just like the uh, conciliary. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. In the first Expendables. Right. Bruce Willis is only in the one scene. Yeah, he comes in like, hey, you get to this job. Uh-huh. All right, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, is that clear? Cool. <laughs> wow. So yeah, so we couldn't have watched it by the time it came out. That's fine. That's fine. We could talk about it. 
Yeah, well, we watched it. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. Did you ever see The Fugitive? Absolutely. Do you remember the scene of The Fugitive where uh, Harrison Ford goes to the to the hospital and he's there to see the one arm man. He thinks it's the guy who killed his wife, and this yeah. black guy with one arm comes out. Yeah. And Harrison Ford's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." Yeah. Now he mumbles. Yeah. And he goes, "Hey, man, you pulled me out of here. Let's talk. Let's talk about something." I feel like that's <laughs> us about the movie right now. I'm like, well, yeah. we saw it. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> we made the time for it. Breaking news, Adam. I didn't even realize it uh, until I pulled up uh, what the name of her new movie is. It's called Life of the Party, by the way. It comes out May 11th. Oh. Is that a sequel to this one? <laughs> no. No. But it is directed by... Oh, nice transition. <laughs> uh, this movie Same guy. was directed by Ben Falcone, who is her husband in real life. Ben Falcone is the uh, fast food manager. Right. The one who fires her. He's the air marshal. He's the air marshal. In Bridesmaids. In Bridesmaids. He's, every movie she's in, she throws him in there. He wrote and I think they co-wrote this movie, but he directed oh, no. it. This movie stars Melissa McCarthy, Susan Sarandon, Mark Duplass, Allison Janney, and Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. That was a surprise. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that coming at all. After, uh, let me read you a brief description. We'll go from there. After losing her job and learning that her husband has been unfaithful, a woman hits the road with her profane, hard-drinking grandmother. I ask this every week. Adam, have you ever seen this movie before? No. I, I didn't know it existed. Did. Oh, yeah, I figured we looked did. it up. Uh, I saw this movie not in theaters. Me and Sarah rented oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> we rented it or we saw it on – it might have been on TV somehow. Anyway, we saw it and Sarah, like I said, Sarah really likes her. I think she's really funny. She can be. She, she – I – She's. Did you watch uh, The Heat with her and Sandra Bullock? Yeah. I liked her in that. She's not the lead in that. It's Sandra Bullock. Yeah. She's great as a co, as your co. Uh, co-star. Co-star. Yeah. The, the, Maybe the, not as the lead. The, the funny, the funny girl. The funny friend or yeah. the funny sidekick or whatever. I feel like that's where she's best at. I did like Spy though. Spy was okay. I like Spy only because. I grew up watching James Bond movies with my mom. Right. And all those movies, like the Roger Moore ones, are like ridiculous. They're 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 like cheesy okay. spy movies. So spy kind of played on those movies on how like ridiculous they are. I, I was very bored for the first half until Miss McCarthy kicked in and became the spy. Uh-huh. And then I was like, All right. Now now this I'll go decent. with you. Now I'll go with you. Okay. It, it it bought some more leeway for me at least. Did you like uh what's his name? The transporter? What, what's his name? Jason uh, Statham? Statham? Did you like Statham in the role? He's that ridiculous spy. Now listen here. We're going to oh, go yeah, yeah. in. We're yeah. going to bomb them out of the yeah. – to the Stone Age. It, it, it was it was a little farcical, a little too much. Uh, <laughs> but but it, was, it, it wasn't it was as upsetting as other ones okay. of the same kind of genre. Uh-huh. So it, it was at least semi-enjoyable for me. Well, I, me personally, I think she works best as, as a sidekick – as, Not, a fat, as a fat Amy. Yes, in the fat Amy role. From right. the first pitch movie. Right. You want her in that role. Right. But then when you give her all the screen time, Can't. she's still funny, but she's doing all the over-the-top zaniness, the farcical stuff. Yeah. Now it's just too much. Right. It's, it, 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 she can't carry a movie, but she can support it. It's almost like, oh, no, she fell down again. Oh, no, yeah. she's doing this dumb thing again. Right. That, yeah. like, that works in good beats and little... Small doses. Yeah, it's it's the kind of stuff that would be in a trailer of a movie, mm-hmm. and but those are the funniest parts, uh-huh. and that's it. When we saw the trailer for this, I remember me and Sarah went to the movie theaters. We saw the trailer for this. She was like, "Oh man, that looks so funny!" And in the trailer, they the only real scene they showed was when she held up the burger place. Okay, 
with the with the bag over her head. Yeah. It was that and like a few more scenes. So you didn't really know what it was about. Okay. Well, at least that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie. And then we saw it and even Sarah was like, meh. Okay. It's like, it's fine. Good, good, good. For her, this was a, it was a movie. It was a movie. Right. Because she doesn't, she doesn't really watch movies. And it, when she watches them, they're either, it was a movie or that was amazing. Okay. So, so this, this was uh, much less than The Boy Next Door. <laughs> uh, as far as power rankings go. Uh, or uh, obsessed. Or <laughs> of, of that, I'm trying of to that think. ilk. She likes those better just because they're just so. Those are at least more realistic. The, as, as crazy yes. as those are. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's more like real life in it. Uh huh. Whereas this is like, that doesn't happen to anybody. She likes them because she likes the aspect of like, well, that's stupid. Like, <laughs> like she likes making fun of those kind of movies. Okay. Well, like when we were watching The Boy Next Door together. Yeah. Before we, cause she was on <laughs> that episode. Yep. We brought her on. Check that out in the archives. Mm-hmm. The Boy Next Door episode. It was us three. Yeah. When me and her were watching it together, I kind of didn't want to hear her feedback because I wanted to hear it like here. Yep. But I, I had no cho- – like she kept talking. She kept telling me like, oh, but, okay, why would she do that? That doesn't make <laughs> sense. Remember the EpiPen scene? He's the only guy who can give him the EpiPen. Like, I yeah. was like, babe, you're killing me here. What are you going to – you got to save some for the show. I had the same reaction when I uh, watched the, uh, the the nice guy or the perfect guy. Oh, when Annie was – Yeah, on. yeah, with, with my girlfriend. Was, she, she kept making comments in the movie and I'd be like – I told her like, don't, don't talk to me about it. Yeah. Wait. Uh-huh. Wait. Because she kept asking questions like, I want to answer these. I really want to answer these. Uh-huh. But I can't. Yeah. I got to save it. Uh-huh. It, it, it was painful. Yeah. <laughs> it was very painful. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, she likes those movies just because they're – they remind her of like the Lifetime. Have you ever seen those Lifetime movies? Uh, a lot of them are like that. I, I remember maybe a few back in the childhood, but uh-huh. I couldn't tell you any of the plot points. I grew up watching a lot of Lifetime movies oh, yeah? because my grandma raised me and my uh-huh. grandma loved Lifetime. Okay. She transitioned from Lifetime to Food Network. So now when I go visit my grandma, it's always Food Network. Okay. Always. So for, for me, that was the, uh, the telenovelas for, uh, with my grandmother. Uh-huh. She liked the, uh, I don't even know what it was called anymore, but Enrique Iglesias had the, the, the theme music <laughs> for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. I think my other grandma okay. watched, watched that probably. Right. Well, my other grandma would watch a lot of <laughs> Sabido Gigante. Ah, uh, okay. That was that was crazy. As far, as far as like talk game shows, it's a game show talk show. Um, <laughs> it's a, a sketch comedy show. Yep. It's a talent contest. It's everything. Bikini contest. Right. It's everything. There was nothing that it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It was SNL mixed with Miss America, mixed with uh, the Tonight Show. Right. Mixed with I don't know the Voice. Uh, what's that one? Uh, Wipeout. <laughs> yeah, there was stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh man. But that that was entertaining though. But I was a child at the time, so yeah. it was easy to be entertained at that, at that point. But man, things have changed quite a bit. Yes. That's not on anymore because people complain like, "Oh, it's sexist because you're bringing these women out in bikinis." Oh yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> oh, it's racist because uh, it's the over the top yeah. like this, Asian. This is before characters. we knew what PC was. Yeah. For the PC, police. it was it was just about entertainment, not about who you're offending. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. Mm-hmm. So Tammy, man. Tammy, man. <laughs> so I don't know how long this episode is going to be. It's not, it's not generally enough. hard to do to cover a comedy because you kind of have to explain like the jokes and the visual yeah. gags. Like we can go through the storyline, but it's kind of hard to. 
I've not I've noticed all the movies we've done. We don't do a lot of comedies. It's hard it's to horror action. Yeah, <laughs> sci-fi because, because comedies they're, they're it's very subjective. Subjective, yes. absolutely. I find it funny. Oh no, that's not funny. Yeah, remember that one line? <laughs> that was stupid. Yeah. Oh, I guess next next point. Whereas if we watch like um, Zombievers, yeah, this was dumb. Yeah, yeah, this was dumb. Maestro, but, but, but no, there, it was amazing. But there's more to grab onto, <laughs> at least with those. Yes. Because it's it's more about what the fuck just happened versus, uh-huh. was that funny? We're more you? unified in thought in yeah. that. Like, what the fuck's happening? I don't know. Right. Did you like that joke? Yeah, I did too. Moving on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whereas in a movie like this, it's like, it's it's hard. Because I seriously looked at, at the movies we've done. Not not a lot of com- just This season. Okay, this season. Yeah. I'm going to identify all the com- comedies, quote unquote. Okay, quote unquote, yes. Before this one. I guess Tucker and Dale, but that's more of like okay. a parody yeah. on horror movies. Satire. Oh, Galaxy Quest. Fuck. That's a great that's one, a, though. That, I know. But but, this, but see, is that but that's not really a comedy. Is that though. subjectively great or is it just great? No, it's, great. It is great. Okay. Yeah. Nobody dislikes it, right? Most comedies are... Yeah. are yeah, this is our only real, there's like, not, real comedy. There's not a lot of grays in comedies. <clears throat> with yeah. uh, with Galaxy Quest, I feel like it, it, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who didn't like it. Well, Galaxy Quest is funny, but that's like a true sci-fi movie. Remember, yes, absolutely. in trivia, I said yeah. the Star Trek fans at some convention they voted this like the sixth greatest Star Trek movie ever yeah. made. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily comedy. It's more sci-fi than anything. Comedy happens to be there, but it's not a comedy. It's mostly comedic. And I feel like that's Tucker and Dale versus Evil too. Yeah, it's a horror movie that happens to have comp- yes. comedic elements in it. Right. So this is our f- first like straight comedy holy shit uh, for this season all right and then let me check last season real quick i know this is horrible for uh nah, that's fine podcasting um it's gonna be more entertaining than die hard with a vengeance talk. is hilarious get, but it's a die hard movie still, that has com- comedic comedy, elements yeah, i know yeah. it has comedic elements in it oh no would Uh-oh. you consider can't hardly wait a comedy it's, uh, ooh, it's oh like, shit it's a rom-com i fucked up adam's family values okay that was a fucking funny ass movie yeah but again but th- but that <laughs> If if you don't like that though, then that says something That's more true. about you. Because it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty good comedy. I mean, oh, the last comedy quote unquote that we did. Oh, we did the producers. Okay. <laughs> Subjectively, again, we, uh-huh. that one we, I came into the movie hating it. Yes, it wasn't until we finished the, talking about it that it was like That's true. All right, I, I guess I, I guess uh-huh. I see it. It's it's one of those. I guess okay. In general, I think comedies need to be seen with people. Yes. Because you need to understand the, the dynamic of everybody mm-hmm. else around you. Uh, watching these by yourselves, maybe if we watch Tammy together, we enjoy it more. Is yeah. that possible? Well, I, I liked it more watching it with Sarah just because okay. there was other another person yeah, yeah, yeah. next to me. Did, you haven't seen The Disaster Artist, right? Oh, it's a hell. Oh, yeah. That's oh. right. You did see The Disaster oh. Artist. So uh, we yes, saw that. I went to a very deep Tommy Wiseau ho. Whole. Okay, I wasn't sure if you saw. <laughs> I, I know you read the, uh, you heard the audiobook, right? And you re- did all this research, but I forgot if you saw the Disaster Artist. So yeah, when, that me was great. When me, it was when me and Sarah saw the Disaster Artist. It was in a crowded theater, Uh-oh. and the jokes hit much harder. <clears throat> now, if I saw that at home by myself, I'm sure I would have laughed, but I, I don't think I would have had the same reaction. Okay, as being in a crowded theater. See, uh, mine's experience is a little different because because of the, the giant hole that I I went into. Oh, yeah. That's true. So I was just I was just immersed with everything that was Tommy Wiseau, uh-huh. and then watching it, I was just like every, everything clicked for me. Yeah. And then I saw it with Annie, and ha- she hasn't seen the room yet, but she enjoyed same it. Same with Sarah. He's, same with Sarah. Yeah. So it was it was enjoyable still. Now I don't know how much of that is me because. <laughs> 
thing about Annie is uh, she she enjoys movies more if I'm enjoying it. Mm. So, so her seeing my reaction to it is almost makes it more enjoyable than if she had watched it by herself. Yeah. Uh, which is why when I make her watch Seinfeld, I need to be in the room with her. <laughs> because she's against it right now. She's against it. Oh, she's in Maestro's camp? Yeah. I don't... feels weird. feels weird. Well, she's never seen it before, right? She's seen a couple. Oh. But she probably saw them by herself without me. Yeah. Uh, so she didn't enjoy as much as she should have or could have. I think it's hilarious <laughs> that that show is... It's either you like it or you don't. I There's can't believe, no I cannot believe it's, I can't it's so believe. decisive. Yeah. It's it's no, it's 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 just great. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh-huh. If you don't like it then we I don't know I'm not sure if we can be friends. And I, I guarantee you my show doesn't like it because I like you it so like much. It, yeah. yeah. Which is why we're still cool. Well there was a <laughs> Well there was a book that came out called T V the book and it's two oh. it's two T V critics, one from the New York Times and the other one I forgot who he was. Um, but they listed the hundred greatest television shows ever made, and the first two are dramas, and then the third one is comedy. Okay. One is The Sopranos, two is The Wire, Fine. and three was The Simpsons, and then four okay. was Seinfeld. Okay. So the first, the, so okay according that. to these two guys, drama, it's Sopranos, Wire, comedy, it's Simpsons, Seinfeld. Everyone loves The Simpsons. Yeah, you can't How can not you like not it. like yeah. Seinfeld? I've never seen a show where it's just like, no, you either like Seinfeld or you hate it. Yeah. It, it, it can't be that way. How 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 could it be that way? The, the only way you can't like Seinfeld is is possibly if you if you are watching it for the first time now. It, yeah. It, it might be a little dated, but I, I still think a lot of it holds up because it's yeah, all it's just... Yeah, it's all universal. It's all... Life experiences. Yeah. But maybe in the same way that I hate Arrested Development uh. because... There's been too many shows like that uh-huh. since then that I've seen. Oh, you did mention that. Yeah. Because when Arrested Development first came out, there was nothing like it. It was groundbreaking. Right. Yes. But now that you've seen everything after it. Right. I've seen everything that Arrested Development has spawned. Uh-huh. And then watching it, I was like, ugh. That's, really? why you, that's why you hate the original Halloween in our lot when we lost that episode. Okay. Because you already saw all the stupid slasher tropes that were set. Yeah. So when you go back to see the movie that started it all, you're like, yeah, I, yeah. I've seen this shit already. It's, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this is, this look, is look, look basically a preview. Analyzing comedy. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but this is also a preview of how bad Tammy is because we, we were trying to avoid talking about it as much as possible. There are parts I like. Yeah. There are scenes I like. Okay. My favorite scene is probably... I guess the burger robbery scene, just because right. it's her. She's using a lot of her physical comedy, like she's trying to leap over the counter, or um, okay, she has the, the the her finger wrapped around the her fingers in the bag, and then she holds her, her sunglasses. With her finger, yeah. She's like, um, your is that your finger? She goes, yeah, it's my finger. I'm holding you up. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Her, she's trying to put the spoon in the slot to lock them in the freezer. She right. can't do it. That was fine. I like that. That was probably my favorite scene, just because the physical comedy. Behind it, but everything else, I was just like, meh. It, it was it was a lot of meh. Mm-hmm. There was some like, ha, all right. Uh, I, I enjoyed Kathy Bates being in it. Uh, the, I think she did well. Very probably probably the best mm-hmm. in the entire movie. Yep. Uh, in the limited parts that she was in, she is. This is her second movie in the season. She's tied with everyone else for uh, no way. spoiled because well, she was Mrs. Claus or no, she was uh, Santa Claus's mom. She was oh, Giamatti's mom that's right. in Fred Claus. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <coughs> Everyone's at a 2-8. No one has a lead. All right. Wow. All right. Let's see how we can uh, fix that. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll fix it. I'm, dude, I'm telling you, when it's your birthday episode, you can rig. I can. Who, 
You I, can. I don't it, know if you will. I don't. I, I don't. I will not do it intentionally. Uh, just like with this movie, I didn't. I didn't know Kathy Davis was going to be in it when I when I chose it for us to do. Uh, but here she is. Well, I'm giving you guys a little, you listeners at home. Yep. One movie we're doing down the road next month is Overboard, because the Overboard remake is coming, and Overboard stars Kurt Russell. Yeah. And my birthday. Fall, so I could easily just, oh, throw, you Kurt, Kurt Russell I could just throw Kurt Russell in there. Yeah. And you never know. We got some blank slots. He could show up again. All right. I, I could rig it. I could throw in Bruce Willis again? Exactly. Yeah. Then he'd be tied at two. <laughs> Along with everyone else. We'll see. Oh, God. They're going to ru- butcher Overboard. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. I don't I, think I ever saw it's it. It's where they first met. I've seen, I've seen parts of it. Uh, it seems it seems a little farcical. It's very farcical, <laughs> especially in the cult, the, the 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 climate we're in now. The the whole Me Too, uh, you raped me culture. Oh yeah, because this is a guy right who's like, <laughs> oh you don't remember anything? Well, I'm your husband, and uh, you have to clean my house. You have to raise my kids, and you're not gonna remember it. It's very uh, what's the term? How are they gonna do that? I hear this term all the time. Okay, problematic. Have you ever seen this online? Yep. That movie's very – like they'll watch a movie from like the 70s. Remember we saw Taken Pill in 1, 2, 3? Problematic. And everybody was listed as like the pimp, the yes. hooker. Yes. That would be considered problematic. Yeah. But one thing I hate is, yeah, but you have to look at it in context of how it was back then. Right. Like uh, the, 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 I think the best example is uh, – oh, fuck. Archie Bunker. Yes. Never in a million years could that show ever be made now. Nope. Was it all, all in the family? All in the family. It, it, no. it could not. No it way. It could not. Impossible. Uh-huh. Because of how insensitive it was mm-hmm. to basically everybody, especially especially blacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sammy Davis Jr. was in it. Uh, he got the joke at the time. He was uh-huh. fine with it. But nowadays, there's, there's no way. The Jeffersons spun off from All in the Family. Right. They were his neighbors, I think. Or yeah. they lived two doors down. Yeah. And then they got rich, and they're moving on up to the east side. That's yeah. how the song goes. Yeah, they yep. were Archie Bunker's neighbor. Yeah. Every, well, everybody got attacked. It can, it, Gays, yeah. blacks, yeah. Hispanics, so, Jews. Was, this is like the Sabado Gigante of the Americans. Well, actually, Sabado Gigante started in the like, 60s, so <laughs> it was still around back then. All right. Man. Even some of the roasts. Like, uh, some of the old Dean Martin oh, the roasts. the Dean Martin roasts? Oh, you, you couldn't say. There's no and way. And half of them is from Rickles. Yeah. So so many so so much attacking of, of based just uh-huh. purely on race. And what's funny is... Everyone's having like a good time. Yeah, it's not like oh oh I'm gonna complain about that. It's yeah. just everyone's in on the joke. Yeah, you don't see uh, was it Freddie Prince kind of sitting there like oh that was kind of hurtful. No, mm-hmm. he's he's enjoying it. Yeah, they're all enjoying it. Like Rickle, <laughs> Rickles told on one roast, I forgot who they roasted, but Rickles told Sammy Davis Jr. He like made a joke on him, and he goes Sammy Sammy Sammy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't, you don't want to get the Panthers on me now, do you? Yeah. The, the Black Panthers. Like, and yeah. Sammy Davis is like cracking up at it. There's a there's a Rat Pack uh, show that was out with Johnny Carson was hosting instead mm-hmm. of um, Joy Bishop mm-hmm. uh, because Joy Bishop was uh, I think fathering his kids. There was, there was a joke about him having a lot of illegitimate children. Uh, but uh, Carson at one point tells Sammy Davis like, "How does it feel sitting in the back of the bus?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck, <laughs> like, Jesus, yeah. that's from Carson. Yes, holy shit. It was like that would never get away today. But at the time, it was fuck. And Sammy was lost his mind about it. He, he thought it was hilarious. And that's a, that sounds like Rickles. Yeah. That st- straight up sounds like Rickles. <laughs> and you know what's funny? When Rickles was alive in this whole like PC culture, he was the only way. He was the only guy who got away with it. 
Yeah. Like he could tell Tracy Morgan. He's untouchable. You, you big lip motherfucker. Like, yeah. like you can tell him that. Yeah. And Tracy Morgan's cracking up. He's loving it. Everybody's just like, oh, it's great. But if somebody else said it. Yeah. No, he is. He was like, um, at the time he was like the South Park, basically. Yeah. Where South Park can do anything it wants at this point. I don't know how they got to this status. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how it got passed so far <laughs> that it did. Yeah. But now they can do anything and nobody, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. They're untouchable. Yeah. So Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tammy is a comedy, and we're kind of giving the history of Tammy. Right. We we could quickly move through the plot. Yeah. So pretty much, she Tammy is. She's a crazy chick. She get, uh, she's going to work. She gets uh, deer hits her car. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a weird scene about the deer. Like, oh, are you comes, alive? It comes back to life, and it runs off. And like, oh, thank God, and I saved you. Mm-hmm. She goes to work. She's late. She looks like a mess. She gets fired by. The director of the movie slash her husband in real right. life, Ben Falcone. She gets fired, and then she goes home, and her husband is having an affair on her, cheating on her. With uh, Jean Grey? No, that's not Jean Grey. Oh, uh, Sixth Sense. Yes, the yeah, mom from Sixth Sense. This T- is Tony, Tony Collette. Tony Collette, yeah. That's right. So she... so she Similar look. Yeah. Similar look. Similar look. Okay. So she leaves, and she goes two, two houses down to her parents' house. Yep. And she tells her mom, "I'm gonna borrow your car." To her mom's house, which is the the the, the lead chick from the TV series Mom, Allison Janney, yeah. who just won an Oscar for I Tanya. Oh, is that right? Oh, she's yeah. not Tanya. She's the mom. Uh, she's Tanya Harding's crazy mom. Damn it! I I, I really don't wanna, I don't want to watch that, but I I do enjoy her. You like Allison Janney? Yeah, yeah. She's she's good in Mom. Mom Mom's Mom's one of those movies that uh, shows it's 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 farcical to a point, but uh-huh. it also has a lot of feels. As a comedy, they mm-hmm. tackle a lot of like really important issues. Uh-huh. It's 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 nice. It's a, yeah. it's a weird it's a weird nice thing. Do you uh, have you ever seen The West Wing? No, she's in The West Wing. That's like her most famous role. Oh, okay. She was in the West. She has like six or seven Emmys. Oh, that's like the TV Oscars. Okay, and then she has an Oscar now. Wow, and I think she's done Broadway. She might have the EGOT. Is that right? I think she's just missing the G, the Grammy. Okay, I believe it. She, I mean, she's good. She's good yeah, at what she does. She's good in everything. Yeah. She was even spy. She was, was like she? the head of the CIA uh, who sent her into the into the field. I may black that out. Okay. <laughs> so she wants to leave town, so she tries to take her mom's car. So she takes her grandma's car instead. So the yeah. grandma, played by Susan Sarandon, right. says, well, I have money. You're, you're going to take my car. Let's work together. Right. And they go on a road trip. And that's the rest of the movie. <laughs> the rest of the movie is just a road trip. Right. They're trying to, to, to go Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. And uh, on they, the way there, they they go the wrong direction. They end up in a in a, a forest uh-huh. somehow, illogically uh, surrounded by tra- trees, trapped between these trees. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "How the hell do we get in here? This yeah. is like some X Files shit." Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy that because I I hardcore X file watcher right here. Oh, is that right? Me and my dad. Okay. My uncle got my dad into the X Files, and then my dad got me into the X Files, and then we that was our. It used to be on Friday nights. Then. It, they moved it to Sunday nights after The Simpsons. Okay, I, I came in X Files later in life, okay. I, but I, it was I still enjoyed every. every oh, I, of it. I'm the one who told you there's two episodes. Right, there's the Monster of the Week, and right. then there's the mythology. Right, That's yeah. Right. I, I tried to go through the mythology uh, arc, uh-huh. and then I, I just uh, I got exhausted. Yeah, it's because good. I, it's, I, there's a lot. I had an Excel spreadsheet to one side, <laughs> like all right, which episode I got to watch now? Uh-huh. But this one has Brian Cranston in it. Maybe I'll watch oh, that one oh, first. Oh, dude. 
you know who you, you know Vince Gilligan wrote on the X Files. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that's how he found. Uh, he Walter remembered White. Cranston from that one episode he yeah. wrote, and he says, "I like this guy." It was a good one. It was a good episode. You saw that X Files episode? Absolutely. Where the, he they're he, talking in his head. He's yeah. like, I can't get him to stop. Right. And he has Mulder hostage in the in the, in yeah. the car. That's a great episode. I think he, at one point he, I think it was in his underpants and that, and that as well. Yeah. So, full circle. That's uh-huh. his entire career is in his underpants. Uh huh. <laughs> and he was in Seinfeld. Yes, he was. The dentist. The dentist. The Jewish dentist. Full circle again. Oh, <laughs> uh, he told great stories about that Seinfeld episode. That, the whole thing where he took a hit off the, the, the uh, laughing gas. Yeah. Beforehand, that was improv. But it was improv because, a stagehand told him, you know, it'd be funny if you did that. Oh, I, I've heard, was that a Nerdist? I, I think it was. I think it was a Nerdist. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that story. Yeah. He also told the same story on, uh, on Marin. Oh, no, it was Marin he told the story. All right, well, it was both times then. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good story. Yeah. Oh. That's hilarious. Cranston's amazing. You think, you think, uh, so, so we know Larry, Larry David yep. is like the fucking god of science, like nothing went through without his approval. Right. How much, how much power do you think Jerry had over Larry? Like, like let's say a writer said, hey, Jerry, I really want to do the scene. And Jerry's like, I, I kind of like it. And then the writer goes to Larry and he goes, no, that's a stupid scene. And then if Jerry comes in and says, well, I don't know, Larry, I kind of like it. How much leeway do you think Jerry has over Larry? I think, I think he, had, he had to have more. At the beginning, maybe not so much, but after the Seinfeld blew up. So Jerry became more powerful than like, yeah. David? At yeah, because, because at a certain point. Who, Nobody who, knows who, who Larry knows Larry is. Yeah, yeah, nobody knows who Larry is. They yeah. all know Jerry, and yeah. that's it. So Jerry's like, eh. and this is why I think in, in, in the curb where uh, Jerry was trying to uh, cast was it Renee Zellweger or something yeah. as as, uh, as as the wife of George. He's uh-huh. like, uh, I think I got this, and Larry was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do much. Yeah, because yeah, Jerry is Jerry is Seinfeld. Yeah, he's li- he's literally Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've always wondered that. Like rewatching like reruns. There's always stuff where I'm like, I, w- I wonder how much power Jerry had over Larry David. Because Larry David was the top dog of the, yeah. on, on the set. I don't know. I, I can't feel like it was much. Maybe, maybe it's more now since Jerry kind of stepped back more and uh, into his cars. Uh, <laughs> while Larry David is still trying to make TV. Uh-huh. Although that's over now, right? Curb's over. He said he's done for now. Okay. The, you haven't seen the newest season. I right? haven't. They, it's left open-ended. It can oh. still continue. Okay. That's fine, but it's up to it's up to him. He, he oh yeah, it's, it's always up to him. Yeah, it's Curb, Curb is just at his whim. Yeah, yeah. I love that he created Curb. That's that's insane. He created Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, what am I going to do next? Oh, I'm just going to make Curb your enthusiasm next. Jesus right. Christ! Another show about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even that's a little farcical at, at points, uh-huh. but it's in it's in a framework where it works. I think. Yeah. Maybe the whole improv thing is what makes me enjoy it more. Yeah. Is oh, he? did you know Cranston's on this season? No. He's Larry David's uh, psychologist. Oh. He doesn't play himself. He's Larry's psychologist. Oh, nice. And there's one scene. <laughs> there's one scene where Larry's talking to him, and then uh, Cranston, Cranston's kind of like, eh, he's just kind of doodling. And then Larry's telling him a story about what happened, I don't want to ruin it, early in the episode. And then Cranston just stops, and he goes, tell me more, Larry. And then you see his <laughs> scribbling turned into actual notes. And then as Larry keeps telling him more stories of him in the past yeah cranston's just jesus <laughs> like he's just like what the hell's wrong with this guy it's, it's good it's nice. from this it's from this season all right i'll check it out yeah so uh, most of this movie is a road trip movie the zany things happen 
Yeah. There's antics. The uh, grandma is a big drunk. Yeah. The gra- I, I guess the grandma realized she's going to die soon. She's also on uh, – she's got the diabetes, uh, which comes into play. Yeah, she, there's something wrong with her heart. Yeah. But she left her pills at home. Right. Uh, they, they go to a um, a beach type of thing where there's jet skiing involved. Yeah. Where uh, uh, Tammy is just going crazy with the jet skis. Coming in hot. She wrecks the jet ski. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, but the, 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 the grandma uh, surrounded and has a lot of money. And, she has six, seven hundred dollars, and uh, most of that gets spent on the jet ski because she, they you break it, you buy it. Right, it's forty eight hundred. Uh, there's, there's a big theme in in this that was was upsetting to me. It's it's a entitlement of uh, of, of kids. Yes. these days we're like I don't get what I want. Fuck you. Uh huh. And it's, it's like anytime she gets upset, she like knocks stuff over like like a <laughs> child would. <laughs> It's like, oh, <laughs> knocking over salt shakers, uh, taking everything off the rack. Like, oh, well, then you clean that up. Meh, fuck you. Yeah. It, it, it was too true, I think, to what people are nowadays. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was upsetting. Because this is supposed to be a grown woman acting as a child. Which you find out is hereditary because her grandma's the same way. Yes. Well, one thing I like is uh, the scene at the 4th of July party at Kathy Bates's house yep when kathy bates puts her in her place she's like you need to grow up darling you're not handed anything in this life she goes you think that house just fell on me yeah i had to work so hard to get what I, where i am that was good and she told she told her he's like yeah welcome to the real world yeah life sucks deal with it figure it out and this is why i think kathy bates was the signing star of this entire movie uh-huh so the, the whole jet ski thing uh happens they now they're Going all over the place with his jet ski mm-hmm. attached to the back of the car for some reason because I guess they bought it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Grandma gets locked up because she's got some oxycodone. Yeah. And now Tammy has to bail her out because her uh, diabetes and all of her things, she's she's getting fucked up. She has the puffy feet. Yeah. That's a sign of diabetes. Right. Or gout. I think it's diabetes. Gout sounds right too, though. Mm-hmm. It's probably all of these. So, so she robs the, the burger chain. She used to work for this chain. Yeah, back home because I think they're in Kentucky. Sure. They're from Illinois. They're they're in Kentucky. That's okay. where they meet um, the boss from the Office Space. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to fill out. The Is that TV the same guy? Support. Yeah, it's Gary Cole. Oh wow! So the guy who See, hooks I, up with the I grandma. know him as Talladega Knights, uh, the dead. He's also in that. Okay, he's the bad guy in Pine- Pineapple Express. Gary Cole. He's a great character actor. That's the same guy. Yeah. Wow. I, I never would have thought Bill that. Bill Lumberg. That, that's he's Bill Lumberg from Office Space. I can't. All the facial hair, I think, is is too yeah. much. It, Sarah didn't even know who he was. She was like, "Oh, that's the boss from Office Space." I go, "It is, babe." Wow. It is. Weird. Yeah. I, I now have somehow more respect for him in a weird way. Oh yeah, because he makes you forget that it's him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very um. Oh no, Gary Cole. Cole. Shit, Gary. Oldman? Oldman. Yeah. Gary Oldman. Yes. Disappear in the role. Oh, did you? He finally won an Oscar? Did he? On Sunday? Was it for... Uh, the Winston Churchill? Remember Churchill? Remember picture where he was all yeah. put in makeup and stuff? Damn. He's impressive. Talk about a career. He's, he's, he's a specimen of an actor. Uh-huh. Damn it. We should all aspire to be him. If, if you try to act. Yeah. That should be the goal. But... That Nerdist podcast he was on was boring as fuck. I had to turn really? it Really? I, uh, I, I didn't enjoy it. I, 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 I was bored. It. I was like, oh, I can't hear this anymore. Nah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. I know it's your guy. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the scene from the trailer. She robs the, the, the burger place. She comes in wearing a, a paper bag. She has a, a paper bag wrapped around her finger, which she 
uses sunglasses and sunglasses and yeah. she uses her finger as the shape of a gun. She robs the place. This this was way too dumb. I, th- this she was, was farcical. This was too much for me. It was too much. <laughs> Going in and then the the way she was just acting towards uh-huh. everybody and, and the way they were acting back at her. It was her, too cartoonish. It absolutely it was, was like people in real life wouldn't right. respond this way. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm robbing you, but maybe we should be friends. Yeah. Oh, that right. girl, the blonde girl who works at the burger chain? Yep. She was on it. Did you ever watch Louis? Louis C.K. show? Yeah. There was a scene. She, I, I've seen her in a, a she, bunch of things. She was, a, Yeah, she's been in a bunch of things. Her most notable thing was she was on episode of Louis where Louis is date, takes her on a date. Okay. And then she tells him, listen, Louis, I get it. You're interested in me because I'm a fat chick and you think I can put out. Louis C.K. is like, oh, no. I, it's nothing like that. She goes, yeah, it is. She gives this whole like three-minute thing about okay. you know, heavy set girls. Yeah. You know. It's not fair to take advantage of us and blah, blah, blah. She became famous from that one episode. Oh, is that right? So me and Sarah were at Disneyland, and she ra- saw her, and she goes, is she the girl from Louie? I said, it is. So what? she went out to her, and she goes, can I take a picture with you? Sure. She found out her name is Sarah, too. <laughs> so she took a picture with her. So that's how we, we know her. Uh, you have IDB open? Yeah. Find someone named Sarah. Sarah Baker. Sarah Baker. That's her. Yeah. She's the one who's like, oh, we should be friends. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, see, that, that, was, that was Yeah, that was it's too, too farcical. Yeah. Like what you say, right? Like characters wouldn't react this way in our world, right? And if if it was a real life situation, once uh, Sarah Barker realized, uh-huh. you know what the fuck you're doing, then it would have been like, no, you're not getting the money. Yeah, I'm like okay, mm-hmm. and that would have been the end of the whole standoff, mm-hmm. and the movie's over, I guess. So <laughs> for the sake of this movie, it has to go on. Uh-huh. Uh, she gets the money, she leaves, she goes back to the jail, and uh, she's already been bailed out. Uh-huh. Oh, we, f- we forgot the whole part about <laughs> they hooked up. Yeah. That's right. fine. Yeah, they hooked up with the uh, office space guy uh-huh. at a bar. The grandma did. Yeah, the grandma mm-hmm. did. And then Tammy meets Mark Duplass. Right. Who's responsible for uh, Mumblecore. Mum- Do you know what Mumblecore movies are? I, I've heard of the term. So um, it's mainly Mark and his brother Jay Duplass. They're a writer-director combo. They're kind of like the Coen brothers, but in oh, the okay. indie world. There's another guy named Joe Swanberg. They created these type of movies called Mumblecore. And Mumblecore are very dialogue heavy where the dialogue sounds natural, kind of like Tarantino and Pulp Fiction. It's very like natural sounding yeah. dialogue. But the budgets are super cheap. So it's usually shot in just like one or two locations. Okay. And you bring in like big stars who take a big pay cut just to be in these indie movies. Like Anna Kendrick has been in two of them. Okay. And uh, he's responsible for Mumblecore. Huh. And there's a... a, a that new- doesn't sound like a positive thing. <laughs> Mumblecore, to me, sounds like... You, you, uh, it's like a Stallone movie would be Mumblecore. <laughs> I, that's, that's how I would say it. Yeah. So, like, like a fucking escape plan uh. would be Mumblecore. Because you got Stallone and Schwarzenegger <laughs> trying to talk to, to each <laughs> other. You know what the fuck they're saying. Uh-huh. Is this Mumblecore? I think it sounds like Mumblecore. <laughs> well, because of Mumble, <laughs> because of Mumblecore, there's a new subsection of horror movies called Mumblegore. Oh no! Where it's the same formula of mumble core movies, okay, but now it's horror movies. So would that be like a hostel? No, it's, or, or Saw would be a. It's it's hard to explain. It, if <laughs> it's hard to explain, okay. But if I showed you like what a mumble core movie is, you'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. It's it's a very like hipster way to make movies, okay. So mumble gore is like the hipster way to make a horror movie. Huh. It's hard to explain. All right. Anyway, maybe later. Yeah. So. Yeah, she meets Mark Duplass, and that's his dad, Gary Cole. By the way, Cole. Is, is he, he's meant to be a heartthrob in this. Yes. 
You're not seeing it? I don't see it. Well, I got bad news for you. Sarah fucking loves him. Is that right? Yeah. She has a major crush on Mark Duplass. What? I don't know why. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't okay, see so it. Okay, so at least we're on the same page yeah, about that. We are on the same page. Okay. She loves him. Wow. Yeah. I just, I, uh, for, for me, I was thinking like, if, if you're going to cast somebody like that, might as well just fucking be your husband then. Because uh-huh. <laughs> to me, they're like on the, on the same level as like, all right. I mean, the, the husband's not, she's not, he's not bad looking. The, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he uh, they, they play put him up in a, in a way in this movie where he's like a, a douchebag, but well, he's like a simpleton. Like, oh, I didn't realize I was yeah. cheating, Tammy. Yeah, I'm sorry. But just like get him in makeup for a little bit, and mm-hmm. he could be fine. Uh, at the same level as this guy, we're we're supposed to be like, ooh, yeah. But then you also couldn't get a Gosling in there because that would yeah. just be like really it's too unrealistic. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess for the sake of the movie. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. But to us, the audience is like, really? That's the guy? Mm-hmm. But I, maybe based on where she is in her life, yeah. <laughs> that would be the guy. <laughs> oh, that sounds real bad. <laughs> I know. But... So the grandma tells her, you have to take the money back. Right. So she goes back in the paper bag, and the grandma has a paper bag, and they give the money oh, back. Oh, my God. So now they're on the run. They're, they're, they're wanted criminals. And by the way, their disguise is she changes her shirt. Because this was on the news. Uh-huh. Uh, she had a, a shirt on. That a said, bare like, Hawaiian shirt. Right. And they were carrying a jet ski and mm-hmm. they had a car. So they just like put like a an a, APB a, out. A quilt over the, over the jet ski. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And then they walk in like, you're not going to recognize us. Mm-hmm. Different people. Here's the money back. She comes in with a gun still for some reason. The fake gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, too far. School. Too far. And um, – Kathy Bates is in the movie. That's because she is uh, Susan Sarandon's cousin. Right. So that's Tammy's aunt somehow. She's the wolf in this movie. Yes. <laughs> From the Pulp Fiction days. Yeah. She blows up, she blows up that car. Yeah. And they take the jet ski with them. And she and Kathy Bates, she's gay in the movie. And her partner is uh, Sandra O. Oh, Sandra O. Oh. Who's from Sideways. From Sideways. Also from Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. She's been in a few other things. There was, there was also a movie she was in called uh, Diamond Something or Other where she was like a stripper. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's an it's an older movie. It's, it's not a good one, but it's uh, a <laughs> it's, it's a movie where she's. Uh, I believe she was topless in that one. So which was weird for me because I, I knew her as Grey's Anatomy. That's that's why I first uh-huh. knew her because um, at the time I had a girlfriend that was all Grey's Anatomy out. Yeah. So of course, you had to be Grey's. I was also vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> mm-hmm. that is a tasty burger, right? More Pulp Fiction. Uh, so it, it was uh, it was it was weird because first of all it was the age difference. Yeah, obviously Sandra Oh. Well, I don't know how old she is because uh, next to Kathy Bates. Oh yeah, you assume there's a big. There's it's like, like twenty to thirty years right. apart. Yeah, and I don't know if that's racist to me uh, <laughs> because uh, I have a hard time telling the ages of Asian people. Yeah. Uh, at my they job, they don't age. No, they don't. At my job, I assumed I was the same age as all my coworkers because they're all Asian. Mm-hmm. Turns out, I'm much younger. <laughs> so oh my that, god, that was very disturbed. I was like, oh no. But did you feel better? Like, yeah. Check no, I felt guy. like fuck. No, because I felt oh. like, where's my perception filter oh. off to not know this? But I don't know. Age is number. All these things. Well, in this climate, yeah. Yeah, with problematic things. Yeah, that was a problematic statement I, I just made. I I, I get it. <laughs> Even I looked up that word. I'm like, where the fuck did this start coming from? Even the New York Times, anti-Trump, super liberal New York Times is like, we need to retire this fucking word. 
Problematic. Problematic? Yeah. That's Even a, they were like, we no, need to retire. It's, it's a good word. It's, it's probably just overused. Because I mean, it's 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 very uh, it's fitting for a lot of situations, but it does get blown out of proportion. There, there, the article was just saying, keep the word, but the way you use the word has to change. Right. Like, well, like if you like. Go ahead. One example I can think of is the what's something Hitler. Oh, I saw this movie. Oh. It was problematic. Oh, okay. okay. Well. Was it a movie that's current or was it from back – like what we said about taking Pelham 1 yeah. to 3? Because you have to view it in the context of when it was released. Right. The, the way I view it is, is like I said, Hitler. Everybody's Hitler nowadays. Yeah. Everybody is a fucking Hitler. Uh-huh. So based on this, Hitler turns out isn't so bad anymore because you, the way you're everyone's him, a Hitler. Every, if we're all Hitler, then nobody is Hitler. <laughs> yeah. So the, what, it just takes away the power uh-huh. of the word. So maybe that's the same way problematics are going. Use it, use it so much – that nobody knows what it means anymore. It's a very it's it's a I'm sure it's a word uh liberal police uh somebody of the liberal police made it up. Okay, if anything happens, we're going to say the word problematic now. Yeah. And Bill Burr has a great take on, <laughs> on liberals because when he grew up in Massachusetts, Massachusetts uh Boston is perceived as like a racist town, okay, which, which it kind of is. Yeah, I get but, it. Like for the most part Massachusetts has always been a blue state, and when Bill Burr was growing up, he said his dad was pretty much like a liberal, like a Democrat, right? So when he moved to Hollywood, he thought that he was a liberal, right? Because, but Jesus, he goes fucking liberals out here <laughs> in LA and Hollywood. He said, he yeah. said they're 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 just left of marks, like they're pretty yeah. much like he says the way liberals are now. It's either you think exactly like us, and if you disagree with one thing, then your career's over. We're gonna we're gonna take you yeah. down. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I used to think I was liberal. <laughs> but 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 now I don't want to I don't want that term I don't want to yeah. I don't be labeled that way yeah. because yeah some of the things that I have the thoughts that I have are, are liberal uh-huh. but I don't want that label man yeah I, I can't I can't take that label that that label means so much more than what I think it is uh-huh. that's like what who do you say he goes I used yeah. to think I was liberal but right. Jesus okay. Christ live it out here no man Jesus turns out I'm crazy conservative compared <laughs> to these liberals Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, they uh, they go to the lesbian party. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. They're throwing this big Fourth of July party. So they they do this nor- uh, Viking funeral for the jet ski. Yep. They send it out to the lake and they light it on fire. And, and then uh, Susan Sarandon gets drunk and she for the whole party. She's like, "You're a big fat cheeseburger idiot who's not going to go anywhere yeah. in life." What are you? Some fat loser going to tell me how to live my life? Yeah. Meh. Mm-hmm. Uh. And and she's upset, Tammy. This is when Kathy Bates gives us a speech. Well, welcome to life. Life's hard. Oh, by the way, we, we, we got uh, Dan Aykroyd in here. Oh, he shows up after. Yeah. Later, down the road. Well, he, we didn't do um, Nothing But Trouble in this season, did we? We did Ghostbusters, too. Oh, shit. So he's, 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 he's in Fuck. You want to how many people? So many twofers. Want to how many people are in the running? <laughs> oh, my God. We have Gerard Butler, Gods of Egypt and Gamer, John Voight, National Treasure, and next week's Tomb Raider. Ernie Hudson, The Crow, and Ghostbusters 2. Angelina Jolie, Wanted, and next week's Tomb Raider. Sigourney Weaver, Galaxy Quest, Ghostbusters 2. Sean Bean, Silent Hill, National Treasure. Bill Murray, Ghostbusters 2. And then down the road, we're going to do Space Jam. Oh, that's right. Kathy Bates, Fred Claus, and this one, Tammy. Dan Aykroyd, Ghostbusters 2, and Tammy. Jeffrey Rush, Gods of Egypt. And he's a voice in Down the Road. Spoiling this for you guys. We're doing Green Lantern Down the Road. Oh. <laughs> so he did a voice in that. And then Ludacris, Ludacris is in the running. Gamer and Max Payne. 
Man. So there, there's so many twofers. Someone's going to have to break this fucking... Yeah. Oh, no. Escape, oh, no. Escape plan is 50 cent. I was about to say, holy shit, is ludicrous in wow, that? Wow, that's racist. No, it's 50 cent. <laughs> I knew some rapper was in there. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. You know who's in escape plan? Dr. Grant. Oh. And he shows up in a lot of things. So he okay. he, he could be a two for down possible. the road, too. Not this season, but... Oh, maybe eventually, maybe after the five-year mark, we got to do a, a full-on spoilers of every movie we've done. Find out who's been most spoiled. Oh, Yeah. That, okay. That'd be, that'd be interesting. All time most spoiled. That's going to take a lot of research. I'll do it. I'll I do could it. do it in a few days. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> so the, the point you know is, I think, oh, you know who I think might be in the running? If it's all time, Stallone or Schwarzenegger, Stallone. one yeah. of the two. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, a cage in there. Maybe Stallone. Oh, Stallone he, he did cage. his three. Yeah. Plus stolen plus national treasure. Holy shit. Cage could, he might take it. Oh my God. Dude, you're right. Holy shit, it could be Cage. I feel like Cage would be more appropriate <laughs> than, than Stallone. Uh-huh. I think uh, as far as good movies versus bad movies, I think Cage has the uh, has the winner there. What if it's like some character actor who just, hey, it's that guy. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll take it out. That's fine. So we'll skew the numbers. That's fake news. Uh-huh. <laughs> fake news. So uh, a Viking funeral for the uh, for uh-huh. the jet ski. Uh, the grandma gets drunk. Gets drunk. Uh, Kathy Bates gives a speech. Yeah, you're, wakes up. you're just fat and a loser. Well, you tried to fuck my dad. Oh yeah, that's found out down the road. Which apparently, th- this, I, I didn't like this part because Kathy Bates is kind of like. So that was quite a show you put on last night. I mean, uh, we, you're both out of hand. Like, well, as far as being out of hand goes, the grandma started. It. She got a. She was way more out of hand. Yeah, way worse. Way worse. But she, but Kathy Bates is coming down on her like Tammy, you you fucked up too. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You, you said that thing. Like, well, shit. First of all, nobody knows who the dad is or the, or, or the mom is, so it doesn't affect them at all. But calling somebody a fat loser, <laughs> and you can see him right. Yeah, there. Jesus Christ, that's more damaging. I would think. Yeah. You, plus, you're on your way out. You're you're, you're basically you're, you're you have a foot in the grave uh-huh. here. So as far as who's going to take more damage in the long term, it's going to be Tammy. Yeah. I don't like that I'm sympathizing with uh, with Tammy, <laughs> but uh, I get it. So uh, they think the grandma's dead because she's not moving, but she's just drunk. So they call an ambulance for her, and then the cops come and they arrest Tammy because yep. she's wearing the bare Hawaiian shirt. They saw she hasn't burnt yet. <laughs> Why didn't Kathy Bates burn that? Also, uh-huh. she likes blowing shit up. In in Pulp Fiction, the wolf destroyed <laughs> their suits. Everything. Yeah, hit him with the hose. Uh-huh. God damn, that's cold. All right, gentlemen, I assume you've been to county. Yeah. You know the procedure. Bend down and spread the cheeks. Yeah. Oh, you know what scene is problematic in problematic in 2018? Yep. The 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 dead N-word storage. N-word storage. I don't want to say it. Because yeah. if we said it, it'd we'll, be problematic. It'd be problematic. And the and the liberal police will come down on us. Oh man. So she goes to jail for th- like 37 days she gets out and her dad now it's dan Aykroyd. yeah picks her up they take her home you find out that allison jenny put her, her uh, mom into an old folks home yeah so tammy goes and t- tells her grandma i'm sorry for everything tries to break her out breaks her out they make up they finally decide let's go to niagara falls after all yep and she tells mark duplass hey i'm gonna live in louisville i'm gonna have a nice little yeah. place i'm gonna move out can, here with you yeah be together 
There, there's a whole scene where she goes back home with the uh, with the ex husband and uh, they make amends. Tony Collette's there. Mm-hmm. Who packed her bags, which is kind of weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe they felt fine. sorry for. Her. Yeah, well, it, they should. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's the movie. Yeah, Tammy, that's it. Yeah, so she gets, ends up hooking up with the heartthrob, mm-hmm. uh, Duplass, in Niag- Niagara Falls. They wind up together at the end. Because of cheetahs. Yes. Uh, By the way, they're making a uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos movie. Oh, no. But hold on. It's not It's not going to be like the Emoji movie. Okay. <laughs> it's about the guy who created Flaming Hot Cheetos. He was a Mexican immigrant okay. who came to the U.S. and he came up with a formula for it. Oh. So when I first read that, Everybody get a flaming hot Cheetos. We was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, they, I, I would assume it was animated. I was picturing like like the Lego movie, like yep. Cheetos that can talk. And, yeah, ugh. yeah. There was a whole. They, they were outcasts at first because they weren't regular Cheetos, uh-huh. and then they had. A, and eventually, they won the public uh, acceptance, uh-huh. and then they became more popular than the actual Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And then Chester's over there, like, oh fuck, I didn't think of that. Yeah. I see that coming. Chester e. Cheetah. Yeah, I remember his name. Yeah. One time as a kid, I ate a whole bag of Cheetos. Oh. And I felt, I was, I, I don't think I was 10 yet. I ate a whole bag by myself. and Like a family felt, pack or? No, like a regular size bag. Okay. And I was just like, oh, like my stomach hurt. <laughs> and I was scarred for life. Is that right? I, it's over for I you? I can eat Cheetos, but just I don't care to. It, that taste brings me back to that time. Okay. The entire bag. I, bag. I did, did you hear that? Bag. I ate the whole bag. <laughs> I, I can do them inside like, like a Chex Mix type of situation. Oh yeah, that's fine. All at one time, that's, that's it's too much. Too much. I love cheese, but that's yeah, that's too well, much. It's just, well, it's not too real, much fake it's, cheese. Yeah, it's not really too much fake cheese. Right. Are you caught up on Mr. Robot? No. Okay. Oh, I forgot the third season came out. So this season that just ended, mm-hmm. there's a scene where Elliot and his dad go to the movies. Okay. And this isn't really getting in the way. You know how. It, the the opening scene is always like something, and then flashes like Mister Robot in yeah. big red letters. So the scene is Elliot and his dad go to the movies, and I'd never seen this before. And I thought, why didn't I think of that? The dad buys a big thing of popcorn, and he buys a big thing M and M's, and he pours it into the popcorn, oh, and he mixes yes. it around. I've seen that, and I'm like, holy shit, that's amazing. I never thought of that. So when I go see my movie pass, when I use my movie pass this weekend, I think I'm going to go see the new Hurricane Heist. Where they rob a... I got to show you the trailer. What? Oh, no. I have to show you this trailer. Oh, no. This is, this is what I'm talking about. Where you can <laughs> now why, see every movie. This, this is why, why you can't see... This is why see, I can't. I this can't. is why you can't get the movie pass. Because now you're going to see everything. I don't want to see a Hurricane Tornado heist. <laughs> I'll show you the movie. It's from the director of the first Fast and the Furious. All right. Stealth and some other shitty action movie. Stealth movies. was all right. Yeah. I enjoyed Stealth. I got to show you this trailer. Anyway, I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy a popcorn. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna buy, well, I'm going to bring my own well, items. The the problem with that though is uh, popcorn's lighter, so I'll, I feel like all the M&Ms are going to be at the bottom. So it's going to be hard to kind of get a handful of each. What if I bought plain M&Ms, that, that non-peanut, because those are still lighter than okay. peanut. But you're right; it's going to help. And then I like putting butter on it. It's going to be a whole thing. Yeah, I feel like this is a Seinfeld issue. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a whole Jer- gosh. Right, Jerry's just going to be yeah. like, she put M&Ms in her popcorn. Uh, George. Yeah, pick one. What do you want? Do you want M&M's or do you want, do you want popcorn? Sweet? Do you want salty? You can't do both. Because <laughs> then you got a handful of popcorn and no M&M's. And then at the end, you got nothing but M&M's. So why not eat them separate? Why do you need them? Why do you try to combine these two things? And then you got, and then you got salt on your M&M's, George. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Yeah. Then you get the butter in your hands. You're trying to grab the M&Ms. They're slipping out of your hands the entire time. You can't even <laughs> grab them anymore. You got to get the whole bin and uh-huh. put it up to your mouth like it's a bowl of cereal. It's too much. That would be a great Seinfeld bit. <laughs> Mixing the M&Ms with your popcorn. <laughs> I would love to see if Seinfeld came out now. You know texting the theater is going to be on Seinfeld. If they made Seinfeld now, you know that's oh, going to be absolutely, on Seinfeld. Absolutely. Texting while driving will be on there. Yep. Well, I don't know. They're in New York. Not a lot of people drive in New York. Oh, that's true. No, it'll be the taxi guys texting. Oh, yeah, there you go. While they're driving. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I tried talking to this girl. She had her headphones on the whole time. Nobody talks anymore, right. George. Yeah, that's, yep. That'd be a good one. What voice is that? That's not even close to Jerry. No, it's, 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 it's a... It's a Jerry Costanza is what you did. There wouldn't be Steinbrenner on the show because he's dead. Oh, yeah. Which is Larry David, you told me. Yeah, Larry David is. Yeah. It, so if you when you rewatch it, you can now that you know it's Larry David, yeah. you can hear him. Yeah, I, I can already hear it now. Yeah. just from recollection. Uh huh. But there wouldn't be a Steinbrenner. <laughs> no, he would have to work for the Knicks. Would it be a Trump? <laughs> Larry David is they get, Trump. They get, they get Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's New York, man. Believe me, George, <laughs> this building will be the best building in all of New York yes. City. Costanza would work for for, for Trump. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Damn it. They're not gonna ring the back. Oh, an- I know they won't. But I'm saying, if Seinfeld's created now, another one. I know this is coming. George, she didn't like my Facebook post. Right. <laughs> yeah. no, th- no, this would be George telling Jerry. Yeah. She didn't like my Facebook post, J- Jerry. I put it up. It's been two days. Not a single like. Not a comment. Her friend commented, but not her. Uh huh. What does that mean? So should I go with the friend now? Maybe uh-huh. the friend's interested. Maybe yeah. that's the, maybe that's the way to go. Uh huh. I could and I could see Kramer having a podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or or a a YouTube yes, channel. Absolutely. He would have one of the two. He yes. would have one of the two. It would be huge. Yes. And they wouldn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> like how? What are you? What are you? Are you just sitting there smoking a cigar the entire time? Uh huh. That's your thing. You're a cigar in a hot tub. That's your podcast. That's your, that's your whole YouTube video. Uh huh. But millions of subscribers. Millions. millions. And, and now he's rich. Uh huh. <laughs> and they don't get it. <laughs> there actually is a Twitter account called a Seinfeld Now. It's called Seinfeld Now or Seinfeld. 2000 it's 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 something like that where okay it's scenarios in the uh nice in in our current world i those i didn't steal from that twitter account i just made those on top of okay. that but i'm sure they've thought it's of gotta it's like gotta that. be there yeah mm-hmm. i gotta tell you jerry you gotta go to the mac they, there's no viruses on the mac yeah <laughs> you like porn all the porn you want <laughs> all day every day wall to wall porn uh-huh. you're fine no viruses totally fine mm-hmm <laughs> But then Kramer's gonna come in with like, so you got the you got the Google Chrome. You can't have the Chrome, man. They're watching every movie you make, yeah. every, everything you search for. Uh-huh. They have it on a, on a database. They know everything about you. You can't. You got to cut the cord, man. <laughs> Kramer's all about cutting the cord. Yes. No cable. No internet. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Kramer walks in and Jerry's like, Alexa, order me more toothpaste. <gasps> Jerry, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yes. they're listening. Right. And then Newman's fired because uh, the post service is going underground now. <laughs> It's all, it's all Amazon all the Amazon. time now. He gets a job at Amazon. Yes. That'll be the same episode. Because you know how they all tie into each yes. other? <laughs> Alexa, order me to- more toothpaste. At the end of the episode, Newman, there's a knock on the door. Hello, Jerry. And he's wearing an Amazon like, badge or something. Yes. Hello, Newman. <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, uh, fantastic. 
So we can wrap up Tammy now. Yeah, Tammy's over. We're Tammy's done. over. Tammy's over before I, we started. I do, <laughs> I do like, uh, I do like this, uh, current Seinfeld scenarios. So much mine. So much, so much gold to mine. A new Star Wars every year, Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> every year, Star Wars. They're ruining the franchise. Also, you gotta have Jerry's take on the Supermans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is not Superman I know. <laughs> this is not my Superman. <laughs> Superman's not dark. <laughs> Superman doesn't kill. Yeah. What do you mean he died? He can't die. He's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Beaten by Batman. He really? has no powers. <laughs> Would Jerry still – he would still be a stand-up, right? But Jerry would have a podcast. Yeah. He would have like a YouTube channel. He'd be yeah. like a modern comedian. Right. But it's still bitter that Kramer is making more yeah. of his YouTube because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and then how? what would Elaine be in – so Kramer is a YouTube sensation. Right. Jerry is a modern-day comedian. He's, George, he's doing a Marin, basically. George – yeah. George is working for Trump. Okay. <laughs> In a world where Trump didn't become president. Right. Uh, what would Elaine be doing? I could see Elaine as like some type of like food or fashion blogger. Fashion, yeah. Fashion. Because of the, um, what, she oh, worked shit. in the fashion industry. Yeah. With that guy. Mr. Peterman. Peterman. Yes. Yeah. With Peterman. Yeah. She, she, she took over Peterman's thing and now she's a fashion mogul mm-hmm. of some kind. She has a, she has a, a online fashion company. Right. Something like that. Right. But is this like weird fashion that, uh, <laughs> that she keeps thinking is going to be in vogue but never really uh-huh. hits? But then like once she like just abandons that idea, yeah. then it becomes big. Uh-huh. So she's like, ah, that was my idea. Yeah. That's, that's her big seller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So let's finish the Tammy oh, yeah. stuff. Right. That was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Start with the goods. We're going to end on a bad note. Drew Hunt of Chicago Reader says, Like a classic road comedy, this tends to drift from scene to scene rather than adhere to a strict plot. The movie revolves mostly around McCarthy, hilarious in her best performance to date. No. Wow. No. No. <laughs> David Hiltbrand. The Philadelphia Inquirer says, McCarthy bum rushes the role like John Candy with a sour, com- com- combative disposition, reacting to every hum- humiliation and rejection with feisty hostility. Mm. Okay. Ooh. I don't know. Nah, well, I mean, I, I'm not the biggest John Candy fan either. So I, oh, okay. I, 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 could, I, could, see, I could see the interactions. Like, it was a plane, trains, automobiles. Yeah. Where he was pre- pretty much doing a Ben Stiller before Ben Stiller was around. Mm-hmm. I was like, too much. All right, calm down, buddy. Finally, Michael Phillips of the Chicago Tribune says, In McCarthy, we have a performer we can trust to deliver laughs even when they barely exist on the page. So all these reviews are bashing the movie, but they're saying, Hey, she's pretty good. Hmm. Wrong direction. Now the bad reviews. Alonzo Duarte of The Rap says, A character comedy that's missing both comedy and character. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Joe Newmeyer of the New York Daily News says, The fact that it stars the extremely funny Melissa McCarthy is both its saving grace and incredibly frustrating. All right. And, see, see more positive. And finally, Manola Dargis of the New York Times says, How do you solve a problem like Melissa McCarthy? That question feels inescapable after watching her try to powerlift Tammy, her newest and least funny comedy, all by her lonesome self. There you go. That's more accurate. 
now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make Adam guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. Uh, it's a scoring system from 0 to 100 amongst critics in the audience. 0 to 59 is Rotten, 60 to 84 is Fresh, and 85 and up is Certified Fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Um, let's do audience. Okay. The problem with Ms. McCarthy is that she has a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. So people are going to come out in strong numbers for her, mm-hmm. even though it's not going to be good. Uh, it's not going to outwin the popular vote. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 42. 36%. Mm, okay. Close. All right. And All now right. the critics? Much lower. Much lower. I'm going to give it a 17 Twenty-four percent. Oh, right. you were off by six and seven in both. All right, not bad. You're not getting hundred eighty-one episodes. All right, I'm honing in, You're, man. Yeah, you really, you really have figured out how to rate these things. Yeah, there was a, what was the movie we did recently where you were completely oh Jesus like Christ. you were thrown off completely just because of the um, you you thought going in it was going to be horrible amongst the critics and then out of nowhere it was like boom eighty percent or whatever. Let me look up the list. Uh, I, re- I remember being thrown quite a bit. There was... Uh, I don't know if it was this one. Oh, it was JCVD. <laughs> JCVD was, was, was a mind You had mind it at like 20-something yeah. percent. And it was like in the 90s. Yeah, it was, it was critically acclaimed mm-hmm. because I, maybe they thought he was outside of his role <clears throat> of some kind. Or mm-hmm. that maybe the whole scene with... He was talking to the camera. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was... That one was... Upsetting. Also, wanted you were thrown off because all you heard from everybody is wanted fucking sucks and blah blah right. blah, blah, blah and then it had a high yeah rate, rating from the critics. I'm okay with that one. JCVD, I'm still I'm still smarting over. Yeah, uh, audience score said so it was gonna be much lower. Oh, yeah, no, oh, no you guessed yeah, it. You're it. off by seven. Yeah, man. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's oh. been in a lot of the movies we're doing, and since we love him, we decided to ask what role would Giamatti have had in this movie. He's got to be the the husband, the the, the guy that ran the. Uh, burger place. Oh, the the man. Yeah, <laughs> the manager. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can totally see that. Right. Or or uh, if he was gender bending. No, I don't want to take Kathy Bates out. That's uh. <laughs> no, nah, it's just the manager. Yeah, that's, fine. that's good. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where we give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. The plot was based on a dream Ben Falcone had, dreaming about his wife, Melissa McCarthy, as a fast food worker whose life is falling apart. The two later wrote plot points on napkins before developing the screenplay together. Mm. Mm. Should have on the napkins, man. <laughs> this is what I found interesting. Second straight movie. Susan Sarandon put peppercorns in her shoes to make her walking appear more painful. <laughs> Bruce Willis put yeah, stone man. pebbles in his shoes so he can walk with a limp. All right. I don't know how hard it is to walk with a limp. <laughs> I think uh, you just have to walk. Yeah. With a limp. Yeah. Just, just you don't have just, to force yourself. Just know into pain. My character has a limp. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to remind yourself that your character has a limp, maybe maybe you gotta be more into it. And finally, there was only twenty four years difference in age between Melissa McCarthy and Susan Sarandon. Was that right? Furthermore, there's only 11 years difference between McCarthy and Allison Janney, who plays her mother. Wow. So McCarthy's much older than I thought she was. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. That means Allison Janney looks pretty good for her age. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all of them, I guess. 
Susan Rand is not that bad outside no. of the grandma look. Yeah. She's no, still... she, she can still pull it off. Oh, yeah. You know who the hottest old lady is? Helen Mirren. She oh, is from Red. Oh, yeah. British. Okay. She was the queen, queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. At 72, she's still. Ooh. Yeah. Finally, money, money makes the world go round or Biali Stucky Blue. Want to put this film into perspective with other films that release this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Tammy, $20 million. Give me your guess for its total worldwide gross. Twenty million. I'm gonna go with thirty-one. Okay. In the U.S., this grossed eighty-four point five oh, million. Geez. Overseas, it grossed sixteen million, bringing its total gross to one hundred point five million dollars. That's the problem with these movies. The Melissa McCarthy fans. People still come out in droves uh-huh. for these crap movies. Uh huh. This is why Sandler makes movies still, and Stiller, Stiller. Jack Black, Jack Black. People still come out for these. Uh-huh. You look so defeated. It's upsetting. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's funny, but not God. <laughs> not that funny. This film debuted in second place on the weekend of July 4th, 2014 with $21.7 million. Made its whole budget in one weekend. Wow. Number one that week. But the, these are people expecting a bridesmaid type yes. of humor. And like they saw it. Great bridesmaid. Yeah. This is going to be great. Uh-huh. It's the same. It's the, it's a, it's a fat Amy thing. It's the Ken Jong thing. Uh huh. You can't, you can't. Can't give them too much screen time. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to come out and see it because they think, oh, they were funny for those five minutes. Uh huh. The whole movie though. But at a certain point, you got to tell your friends, don't go watch it. Yeah. And that should tie the numbers, but it doesn't. No. Cause they don't believe it. Like, oh yeah, I'm sure she's not great. Yeah. I saw bridesmaids. <laughs> she's great. <laughs> Number one that week. Transformers Age of Extinction. I think that was the first Mark Wahlberg one with the Dinobots. Okay. I think that was it. I don't know. I l- lost track. They're Man. all, the, they all blend. Yeah. All blended. It's Transformers and then Tyrese and then, <laughs> and uh, there's another one after that. Woo! <laughs> but, but that's in Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> According to Box Office Bojo, Tammy is the ninth highest grossing film in the category oh Comedy Road Trip. Okay, well that's not a, that's not a huge list. No. What do we got? Yeah, uh, Euro trip on there. So uh, let me look this up. Mm. Number road, road trip, uh, plane, trains, automobiles. That's got to be one. So number one in that category, swingers. Number that's, number one in the category is wild hogs. Is that oh my god! Travolta and oh Tim my <laughs> god! That is a horrible one. <laughs> I saw, see that. I saw that one in Mexico. <laughs> I went to go visit family out there, uh-huh. and they're like, hey, you want to go hang out or something? I'm like, yeah, we can go see a movie. Wild Hogs. Oh, Tim Allen? I'm, I'm down. Because uh-huh. at, at, at that point, Tim Allen was awesome. <laughs> and then seeing that, oh, and Travolta? Uh-huh. Oh. And then we got a, oh, geez, that, that guy from the William Cooler. H. Macy. Yeah, William H. Macy. And who's the fourth? Martin Lawrence. Oh, Martin Lawrence is in it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And Leota's the bad guy. Oh. Henry Hill. So, oh, my. So much bad. Uh. That's the first. <laughs> it made 168 million dollars. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. They made a sequel of, of, of Road Hogs, I think, of uh, Road Dogs or whatever. Wild Hogs, whatever. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Jesus. Number two is We're the Millers. Oh no. Number three is Identity Thief, also oh. with Melissa McCarthy. What? Number four is Dumb and Dumber. Number five is Bad Grandpa, the Jackass movie. All right. Number six is Due Date. With Galifianakis and uh, Tony Stark. 
Number seven is Dumb and Dumber 2. Number eight, Alvin and Chip- Chipmunks, The Road Chip. Number nine is Tammy. And number 10, Are We There Yet? So these are all just bad movies. Sideways made the list, number 12. Oh, what the? <laughs> okay. This is outrageous. That, that, that is, it's a dumb category, apparently. Uh-huh. Plane, Trains, and Automobiles is number 22. Tommy Boy, 27. That's Tommy probably, Boy? That's probably my favorite. Come on. That's got to be way higher than all of those. Uh, Jesus. That's pretty much There's 56 movies, and Wild Hogs is number one. That That's very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Road Trip or Euro Trip? None of those? Th- those were funny. Uh, I probably didn't see them. That's fine. They're on the list. It's a bad category. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> Tammy was the 40th, 40th highest grossing film of 2014. Number one that year, American Sniper. Oh, uh, all right. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was fine. I th- a little overrated, I think. Yeah. But you can't say it's a bad movie if you're an American. Yeah. So the, It is a good movie. Yeah. It's just, it started, the hype train it's, came. It's, it's a very good story. Yeah. I enjoy the story quite a bit. Uh-huh. As far as movies go. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Where can you watch Tammy, Adam? Oh, boy. Uh, if you want to watch Bridesmaids, <laughs> uh, go to Amazon.com. But first, don't do that. Actually, go to our website, ratpackpodcast.com or ratpack.productions. It'll take you to Amazon if you click on our banner first. You buy what you want. Uh, we get a kickback. Does it cost you anything extra? It helps yeah. the show. You sound so defeated. <laughs> Just I don't want to promote this movie. Don't worry. We'll we'll talk more Seinfeld at the end. All right. More. Think if of, you if you want to buy Seinfeld, yeah, there you go. Go to Amazon, man. If you think of while I read the outro, yeah, uh, think of a uh, another a few modern day like Seinfeld bits. Okay. That's 2014's Tammy, directed by Ben Falcone. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it for any other requests. Next week, we'll be watching 2001's Laura Croft... Tomb Raider with a special guest, maybe, yeah. maybe, 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 maybe. We're gonna, we're gonna try to get Jester on for that one. Yeah. Uh, Adam kind of <laughs> hostaged him. He like kind of forced him <laughs> into this one. Yeah. When we did Wanted a few months back. Yeah, man. He was just like, yeah, and you'll be you'll be back for the Tomb Raider. And he's like, uh, okay, because <laughs> the new Tomb Raider is coming out with. Um, I think there was a passing comment about Tomb Raider, and he uh-huh. was like, oh, I fucking hate that movie. He's like, well, then guess what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on board now. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Alicia Vincander. She's the robot from Ex Machina. Oh, yeah. She's dating Michael Fassbender, mm. who's Magneto. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed. Okay. Yeah. They're dating in real life. So uh, that one I'm actually pumped up to see. Yeah. I'm really excited for the new Tomb Raider. Or- Sp- speaking of Fassbender, kind of. Uh-huh. Uh, did you see Split? No. That's with a McAvoy. That's the McAvoy one. Oh my god! That's the second un- Unbreakable movie. Yes, yeah. it is. I want to see another it. Bruce Willis tie-in. And McAvoy, I hear Bruce Willis was in it. I know he's at the very, he's, yes, the, he's he is. the stinger scene. Yeah, that's what sets it up in the Unbreakable universe. That was an amazing movie. And that that one comes out this year. It's called Glass. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's called. It's either called Mister Glass or Glass. Yeah, man, Split was amazing. McAvoy. I heard McAvoy crushes. He's it in that so role. good. 
so he does so like good. a girl's voice then he's like a psycho everything and then he's, he does yeah he's like basically identity if he played all the characters you've seen identity oh yeah you've seen identity i like identity i loved identity that was a great one leota cusack yeah man i fucking love that movie yeah maybe that could be my oh birthday a, episode that's a good one that's a good one that's a do. real good one wait a minute is it too good though let's see <laughs> <laughs> all right uh Steinfeld bits okay all right uh, the, one I actually thought about way back in the day when Seinfeld was still on, I wanted them to do an episode about toilet paper, uh, or the the front roll or the back roll. Oh, which which yeah. do you prefer? Which, which direction? Do you, that could be a reason that Jerry breaks up with the chick. He goes into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. well, she, she's a back roller, man. She's a back roller. I can't I can't think of a back roller. Uh, that's one. But more, more modern day, uh, one about uh, uh, going to like a vegan place. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole thing where uh, Jerry's like, I gotta have my pork, but. The girl she's dating is like, yeah. I can't. You, you have you seen? You know what they do to those animals? Like, uh, and it, but it, like he, he goes vegan for a little while, and then eventually he's like, I can't take it anymore. I need some yeah. meat. Uh huh. I can see that. Uh, also, vaping that's that's another that's another big thing. Uh, this walking around through clouds of smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, George is like he's coughing through his way <laughs> uh, through anything. And he's just like, uh, he eventually starts coughing at work. And it gets him fired. He's like, <laughs> it's all the vaping. It's all. It's oh, all and then Trump calls him into his office. Right. Yes. George, yeah. what the hell are you doing? Yeah. There's just vape everywhere. Like, well, I haven't tried the new Trump vape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's too late. You already, you already played his cards. Uh-huh. Now he's out. <laughs> I f- would the soup Nazi still be? That would it be? That that'd be what, part of the vegan what, thing. I was gonna say, would the soup Nazi no meat for you <laughs> be more of like a hipster, like a hipster yeah. place? It'd be like one of those places that, like, uh, I've heard of these places that uh, you go and you order a burger, but it has to be the exact way that they make it. There's no substitutions oh, allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen places like that. Can I get it with no pickles? Pickles? You want no pickles? No burger for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Out of the line. Yeah. Okay. That'll work. Oh. Maybe. What else could there be? Let me think of a few more. Hmm. Self-driving cars? Okay. George almost gets hit by one. Right. He gets out to try to assault the driver. There's nobody in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Drones? Okay. That's a Kramer episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're watching. Yeah. They're everywhere. You see these drones? That was a pigeon. (laughs) No, no, no. It was not a pigeon. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be great. Ron Tomatoes? I feel like... They would have something to say about that. Okay. Uh, I don't know, Jerry. Yeah. 49 on Rotten Tomatoes. Are you sure you want to see it? Yeah. When they're trying to go see a movie theater. Uh, the movies. <laughs> yep. I don't know, man. That's uh, You, you want to see a... Uh, oh, what's that movie? That was a... Shit. The English Patient? The... No, there's a movie. Uh, damn it. There's a movie phone. A whole thing about... Oh, yeah. I don't remember the movie. Ah, uh, Channel. Yes. <laughs> You want to see the second channel? I got better views, man. It's, it's all rotten. Like, what channel? You saw the first channel? We saw the first channel. Yeah. It's a great channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So we dived into different aspects of comedy on this episode. Yeah. Trying to avoid Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next week is Laura Croft Tomb Raider from That's 2001, right. the first one. Right. Unless with- you're part of a time rift, which you already uh, heard that episode. <laughs> The the uh, <laughs> the James Bond one, right. not the Gerard Butler one, right? Because yes. he shows up in the sequel. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, James Bond, not gamer. Yes. 
which is in the archives if you want to check out Gamer. Uh-huh. That's a pretty recent one. Yeah. Happened yeah. a few. Or Gods of Egypt if you want to go further back. Oh, yeah. That's what put him in the running for yeah, most spoiled. Yeah, man. <sighs> okay. All right. Yeah. Time to go. Yep. So until next time, this is Hollywood. Yeah, I'm Adam. Adam.